Big Ben dishes out plenty of blame for all those costly mile-high mistakes in Denver. But Pittsburgh scores a huge break versus the Chargers on Sunday. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. The Steelers seemingly outplayed the Denver Broncos, yet lost on the scoreboard 24-17 to on that last-minute, ill-conceived interception thrown by quarterback Ben Roethlisberger on a head-scratching play call. Ever since, the Steelers' stars have been picking through the ashes of all that went wrong in the Mile High City. Chief among them is Ben himself, who wasn't shy on his radio show about dishing out the blame, yet none for himself. Sure, there were turnovers, fumbles, and interceptions versus the Broncos, but the real source of what went wrong might be the Steelers' play calling and the lack of finding an offensive balance between the run and the pass. Despite all that, the Steelers scored a major break in their upcoming primetime game against the L.A. Chargers, this as superstar running back Melvin Gordon has come up lame with an MCL strain that could keep him out for weeks, but almost certainly versus the Steelers Sunday night in Pittsburgh. We'll have all of the blame game over those mile-high mistakes in the Steelers' game plan, including some real thoughtful analysis of the Steelers' run-pass balance. But we begin with Big Ben dishing out the blame for the Denver debacle. Roethlisberger has thrown 12 interceptions. That ties him with Ryan Fitzpatrick for the second most in the NFL, according to ESPN's Jeremy Fowler. But on his radio show, Big Ben cast more blame than he accepted for all those mile-high mistakes, including that last-second interception on the gold line that sealed the Steelers' loss. Writes Fowler, Big Ben makes no apologies for 12 interceptions. Quote, I am a quarterback that is going to go out and sling it, Roethlisberger said on the radio show. He added that shooters keep shooting. About that goal line play, it was a run-pass option that faked to James Conner and then had Ben fling it over the middle to Antonio Brown, except it was intercepted. Ben explained that he was surprised that the Denver defensive lineman was blocked so far backwards, putting him in position to intercept the pass. But a Denver cornerback also was in, in, in position to intercept he was covering Brown coming across the middle. Now here's Ben's take. Quote, looking at it on film, he did undercut A.B., Ben said of the Denver corner. Quote, who knows what would have happened. That's where I talked to A.B. like, A.B., you have to come flat. You can't drift in the end zone because those undercuts can happen. Unquote. In the end, Ben called it his flukiest interception ever. And in retrospect, Ben said they should have thrown it four straight times to Juju Smith-Schuster on a fade. Overall, however, Ben didn't criticize the Steelers' game plan that saw them get away from the run throughout the game. Ben said the plan was to get the ball out quick against Denver's pass rush and said he did not regret running the ball enough. Still, Ben did take aim at James Conner for a key fumble 
and at rookie receiver James Washington for a big drop of a would-be touchdown. And speaking out of school, Ben revealed that Coach Mike Tomlin and his assistants came down hard on both young players for their blunders versus the Broncos. Here's Ben on Connor, quote, we need him to bounce back and make plays for us this week, unquote. On Washington's drop, Ben said the rookie didn't trust his hands when trying to die for the ball. Quote, James needs to run through that and it's a touchdown. We need him to bounce back, unquote. As Blitzberg sarcastically recapped on Twitter, quote, conclusion from Ben's show, Pouncey shouldn't have pushed the guy into the INT, doesn't trust Washington's hands, Connor fumbled the ball, and Connor needs to show up, unquote. Yeah, pretty much. Meanwhile, Coach Mike Tomlin was more even-handed when talking about the Steelers' spate of costly turnovers, saying, quote, we've got to tighten up and tighten up quickly, unquote. On Ben, Tomlin said Roethlisberger needs to continue to be, quote, thoughtful about preservation of the ball as he always is, unquote. On Connor, Tomlin said despite the second-year running back having fumbled four times this season, he isn't concerned about James Connor's ball security. Finally, on James Washington, Tomlin professed to, to still having confidence in the rookie receiver, yet said he doesn't know if Washington will dress yet against the Chargers. That does not sound good. But could the Steelers' problems be even bigger than all those ill-timed turnovers? Other analysis analysis clearly faults the Steelers' overall game plan, particularly in the red zone, where Big Ben now leads the NFL with four interceptions thrown on the goal line. It would have been five, but that goal line interception in Jacksonville was negated by a penalty. And it was a problem last season, too. Ben threw a goal line pick versus the New England Patriots right after that Jesse James touchdown was overturned famously on replay. Clearly, something needs to change, and Ray Fittipaldo writes in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, it could be the Steelers going back to old-fashioned football. Quote, the Steelers clearly have a philosophy of passing first and running second in goal-to-go situations, and indeed lining up in spread personnel and in the shotgun formation in goal-line situations is definitely a big trend in the NFL overall. But given the Steelers' results of late, Philip Haddle said it's time for a change, going back to big-on-big big power football to muscle it in. He writes, quote, the Steelers have the NFL's number two red zone offense, so it's hard to argue with their overall success rate. The execution the past two weeks, however, screens for some tweaks in personnel and play calling. Offensive coordinator Randy Fitchner has to be cognizant of Roethlisberger's struggles near the goal line. The statistics certainly aren't lying. Roethlisberger has completed 53% of his red zone passing attempts with 12 touchdowns and 4 interceptions. Ben's red zone percentage is well below the league standard. Baker Mayfield, C.J. Beathard, Jameis Winston all have better red zone passing percentages, and some are head and shoulders above Big Ben. 
Forget the analytics, forget the trends. Football in its simplest form is about beating the man in front of you and imposing your will upon your opponent. Unquote, according to Fittipato. But some Steelers analysts think it's not just the goal line. The Steelers need a better overall balance between the run and the pass throughout the game. Again, Fittipaldo writes, quote, the Steelers own one of the NFL's most lopsided pass-run ratios in the league. They throw the ball nearly 67% of the time. Only Atlanta throws the ball more, and only by a couple of decimal points. No matter what caliber of offensive line you have, it's hard to develop confidence and rhythm in the running game when you are passing so much. There has to be some room for James Conner and the running game to get involved more. Unquote. Well, you want proof? Let's look at the win-loss column. Adam Bittner with the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette writes, quote, Through 11 games, the Steelers have run the ball 20 or more times in seven. Their record in those games is 6-0-1, with an average offensive output of 32.6 points per game. Their record in the other four games in which they rushed for fewer than 20 times is 1-3, an average of 22 points per game. That's a 10-point differential when the Steelers commit to the run compared to when they don't, and contrary to the prevailing wisdom, the biggest individual loser when they abandon the run has been their future Hall of Fame quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, unquote. In short, all of Big Ben's stats are far better when the Steelers' offense is more balanced. Well, the black and gold will look to get it right Sunday night versus Phillip Rivers and the Chargers, who will be without top running back Melvin Gordon. That's a huge break for the Steelers. And we'll have much more on that game the rest of the week on the podcast. So come back for the latest on the black and gold daily. Sign up for the podcast out on Amazon Alexa. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.